it's Joao, along with the other co-founders of Desair, Sham, and Jonathan. And you're listening to Insights with Experts, our podcast where we interview different experts across a breadth of various industries, with years of experience under their belts, and we try to explore their perspective on their industry and learn a little more about their journey so that hopefully you too can cast a new light on your own journey. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Insights with Experts. Joining us here today, we are very, very lucky to have none other than Mr. Thomas Chu, the current VP of RPG. Um, Mr. Chu, it is absolutely wonderful to have you here today. How are you? Good, thank you for having me here. Of course. Also with us today, we have a former IB student, Mr. Arvin Silva. Uh, Arvin, if you would like to quickly say who, who, uh, who you are as well, that'd be awesome. Hello, um, good morning everyone. I'm Arvin Narin Silva and I come from Marlborough College, Malaysia, where I learned about the IB Diploma Program. And I'm currently serving National Service in Singapore and feel like I'm learning a lot about myself and about different ways of working together as a team. Thank you. Awesome, cool. So, Mr. Chu, we would just like to start this interview with the first question that we had. And essentially what that question is, is your current role that you're in, in the current firm that you're in. What made you want to go into consulting? Was this something that you've always had in your mind or, you know, was this something that you sort of, I guess, fell into? Hmm. Right. That's, that's, that's a good question. And, and the way I will answer it is I'll, I'll give you a bit of a background and story of my career. So it kind of gives you a backdrop of how I got into consulting. And I think that role might be a good um, insights um, to share with, with your audience. Um, you know, I started off uh, actually in a very different field, uh, not in consulting, but it was in uh, software development back in the uh, Silicon Valley. But remember this, I, I started very early, so so it was way before the dot-com era. Um, but I, I did study there, I, I um, you know, I started working in the uh, research and development of uh, software development for, for, for U.S. government. And then I moved into uh, more of a uh, technical support uh, and uh, pre-sales role in, in a very, at that time, uh, a growing company called Oracle. Um, and uh, where, where the, everything started in, in the Silicon Valley. Um, and I was very lucky to uh, move from a very uh, more inward technical uh, development into more starting uh, toward the more closer to the, uh, closer to the front line. You know where I actually have exposure interaction with uh, customers, uh, you know through telephone or physically in person, meeting them to help them solve their problems. More related, obviously, with the software problems after they, uh, you know, acquire the the software or working closely with the um, the salespeople um, to allow the customer to understand how the software actually operates and how to create value for, for the client, for their business. So that was the early stage of my life. And I had the opportunity through Oracle to move to Hong Kong, uh, which where I, I was born in um, early days of my life was in Hong Kong. Um, so I thought it was a great opportunity for me to get an overseas, overseas uh, you know, uh, working experience. Hence, I, I took on that C comment. Um, and um, moved to uh, Hong Kong to work for Oracle uh, office here. Um, and 
through that again you know learning exposing you know, lo- local country culture uh, where I was born but I didn't actually spend a lot of time here in Hong Kong um, that gave me a great kind of learning um, and a lot of excitement uh, for for a uh, for an individual that was in their in his early 20s um, so so that that really gave me a, a different perspective in life um, and in my career you know um, to pursue you know different areas right and um, with that I had the opportunity in Hong Kong being one of the largest uh, one of the uh, financial services hub in the world I moved into uh, more financial services focus uh, in the banking and uh, specifically get into more um, the uh, capital market side still leverage a lot with my previous uh, my, my existing knowledge which is information technology or technology nowadays is just called tech right so that's where I started to have some industry focus and specializations, uh, you know, learning everything about, you know, banking, uh, investment bank, uh, corporate banking, um, all the way to uh, trading. Um, so, but still very much leverage a lot of technology play where my strength is and where my my value to 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 the employer, to the businesses are. Um, and over that course of continued learning and building up experience and working with people, I uh, also had the opportunity to move into more of really uh, a sales and product marketing role uh, where I take charge and be responsible and accountable for uh, you know, growing the business and, and managing my, my, my portfolio okay, of business uh, for, for a number of companies. Um, then, you know, I had the opportunity through a networking event to um, uh, get into, uh, at that time, a big four uh, accounting firm, or big five accounting firm at that time. Now it's big four, but big five accounting firm called Cooperstown Library. Um, and I was introduced into their management consulting arm of, of, of that uh, accounting firm. So um, I was intrigued, you know, by how they provide advice and helping clients to solve their uh, business issues. So um, I applied and I was uh, invited to, to join the management consulting arm of Cooperstown Library, CNL. And I, I thought this is a great um, kind of uh, path for me to move into now that I have uh, about 10 years experience in know various number of uh, different areas you know from IT to uh, you know tech support to customer service uh, to sales to product marketing so kind of help me close the loop you know in terms of using utilizing all my experience to to maybe giving advice to help businesses so I went in with that mindset um, and CNL helped me um, to learn the, the right approach to utilize all my information and my knowledge and experience to uh, provide a more um, approach that allowed me to provide a more, um, uh, you know, fact-based um, with analysis and, you know, more systematic way of organizing the, you know, the information uh, and be able to uh, present it to, 
to a client, presenting advice and suggestion findings and suggestions recommendations to a client in a more impactful way. So I think uh, I learned a lot in CNL, and that was a training ground for me to be a professional consultant. Okay, and that's a really key, uh, you know, uh, help help me a base, you know, build a very you know, strong base uh, for how I become a, 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 a consultant. Um, and after CNL, I joined a couple of startups. That was the year 2000, the dot-com era. Um, so, um, you know, uh, a, a couple of years in the dot-com, and which seemed like like an, uh, a decade uh, of, of uh, because of the you know of the uh, the speed and the long working hours in those two years though so that that was a quite a good experience because I learned a lot through that two years um, and again you know an opportunity to knock on the door um, to join a um, almost a startup uh, you know consulting firm which is a, actually U.S. based. Uh, to start in Asia Pacific. So at that time, they were new to Asia Pacific. Uh, and what I like about this consulting firm is very unique. Uh, it's unique model and very agile. And I see that it can provide much higher value to businesses in more, to, to clients in more cost-effective way. So this company at that time was called Resources Connection. And now this is you know, I've been with this company since uh, year 2002, so about 18 years. Um, and now it, 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 they changed the name, become uh, RGP, Resources Global Professional. So I've been with this company for a long time, and uh, you know, and uh, I continue to be very passionate about you know providing you know added value or, or value creations to to a client to help them overcome their business challenge and help them you know grow their business. So this is how I got into consulting. Um, so, but it's, it's not like right out of school where I go through a training program and develop myself into, into this industry. But I think I, I got a lot of different uh, variety of different industry before I went into consulting. Awesome. I mean, from what it sounds like, it's almost like, you know, your entire journey, you're not only in a variety of fields, for example, IT, finance, consulting and so on, but you're also in a variety of firms of all these sizes and so on and different areas of the world as well. I mean, would you say that, you know, situating yourself in a variety of places, in a variety of firms, in a variety of fields actually helped you as opposed to maybe staying in one role? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, um, you know, a lot of people join consulting firm through, like I said, the trainee program uh, when they first started the, you know, their career, you know, the career after graduation. That's a good approach too, because you go in with, uh, you know, really, um, you know, uh, can can absorb a lot of things right while you're early, and then there's no baggage or uh, you know things that will kind of put you in the box, right? Um, so I think that's a good approach too. But it, where I went into, which is which was uh, management consulting, it required actually a lot of uh, uh, knowledge and experience to the industry. Um, so it's not just about you know, doing you know, analysis um, and doing a lot of research to come up with a hypothesis to help the clients. But it also blend with a lot of industry best practice. Uh, so you have to actually to be really effective in your recommendations and 
you know, uh, insights. Um, it's very important you have, um, you know, industry experience um, and some expertise in certain areas like technologies and, and uh, you know, uh, change management, those kind of things that will allow you to uh, really, you know, identify the, the issues and really go deep and then provide the recommendations and all the way to helping a client to do the implementations of those changes. And that, that is management consulting, um, uh, providing very strong, impactful uh, insights to a client. And that takes a lot of, uh, you know, uh, not just, um, like I said, you know, with a lot of industry experience uh, and knowledge. And I think that that helped me a lot, you know, having that variety of, uh, you know, industry experience. You spent the last 18 years at RGP and heading the APAC uh, office. How have you seen the industry change and how have you seen the APEC region change over your time with RGP? And what are yeah. you or RP, RGP doing to keep up with these trends? Sure. Um, you know, the, the, again, I've you know, been in the consulting field for a long time, but just within, Asia, uh, within RGP, that 18 years, um, things has changed a lot. I mean, when I first started, you know, um, I think the industry is still very much, um, you know, perceived the consulting being people coming in um, <clears throat> to tell them what they need to do to overcome the issues and get ahead of the growth deficits or manage the, you know, the, the cost better and things like that. And, but, but over the years, uh, due to a number of different, usually uh, the catalyst is, the, the tipping point is where their, their change in a cycle, in an economy, you know, um, either is, is up or down. Um, the, I see that through those cycles, the client's appetite and the expectations um, of the service provider, you know, be it consulting or uh, technology service provider and so forth, it's a little bit different. They change. Okay, for consulting, you know, uh, from being really more of just giving advice, um, all the way evolve into more result-oriented. They want to see you, the consulting firm, to also implement the recommendations you provide and really provide the, you know, see the result together with the client. Um, that's what they want to see. If I have to pay you, I want to see the result, not just telling me what, what I need to do. So this is something that, you know, I see, you know, the evolutions in the consulting world. and also uh, more specializations because the world has become more specialized, right? You see, um, you know, in various industry, um, there are, you know, sub-industry, sub-sector that came out, you know, um, especially with technology now, um, there are so many new uh, disruptions um, and disruptors that came in. Um, so, so that changed uh, how consulting operates as well, um, not just, you know, to the whole, all the industry, but also to, to consulting as well, how we provide insights and advice to a client. Uh, LGP, you know, in order to keep ourselves, you know, um, you know, ahead of the curve to really be able to help clients, we, we have to continue to upgrade ourselves. Um, and that's very important point, um, is continue to learn new, new subjects, new uh, areas to help clients, right? And digital transformation become part of the 
you know, really key uh, business strategy in all all companies. Um, so we, you, you know, we need to learn about what what does that mean? You know, uh, digital transformations. Uh, you know, the whole world has a lot more uh, regulation nowadays, right? Across all the markets, you know, to to manage your business better and uh, manage the risk. So that is another big opportunity and. Uh, pressure point for a lot of companies to be compliance to the uh, to the regulations. Okay, um, and also you know um, you know the COVID actually speed up a lot of this uh, uh, you know transformations uh, into the new te- technology era, right? The new uh, digital era. Um, so that also establish a roadmap to into a future workplace. Um, how it charge out, and that that also continue to drive a lot of changes around, you know, uh, all the businesses. Um, so this is, I see the evolutions of uh, the consulting is staying forefront. Uh, you know, uh, be able to provide, you know, to to understand the, the client's business very quickly and identify areas of improvements and and growth for the client. So we have to constantly be learning. Uh, I think that's the key word, learning. Yeah, even even you know, everyone you know, and even at at my level and and my year of experience, I'm still learning every day and read a lot, and uh, talk to a lot of people, a lot of you know people that that will um, help me, you know, know more about their their business, you know, and uh, their approach to solving their their issues every day. I actually really agree with that, and I like that you brought up that learning is a sort of. Um, it's a perpetual process, more than like a finite sort of uh, process that ends after X years of you know education. On a slightly different note, though, um, you've pursued a path that perhaps nowadays is a little bit less common, which is you stayed with one company for quite a long time. You know, eighteen years. You mentioned it earlier, and nowadays it's actually been found that you know employees are spending a lot less time with their employers. And their job popping a lot more. In 2016, there was a study that found that 51% um, of the respondents um, actually didn't stay with their employers for more than two years. So, you know, what made you want to stay with one firm for so long? And do you have any sort of advice for, you know, the youth getting into the job market now as to whether they should stay with one or try and, you know, diversify? You know, what what do you think? Interesting question. Um, and and I answer you with this. I'll, I'll tell you why I stay in a firm for for this long um, and uh, eighteen years. And it's a long time. Um, and the, the the reason I stay with this firm is it gave you know LGP gave me a very unique opportunity to to um, build our Asia Pacific region. You now from from two offices into thirteen offices across many markets, um, and it. It actually gave me a lot of flexibility, empowerment, and trust. You know, by the former uh, CEO, you know, Don Murray and, and Tony Cherbach, um, and that really the key reason why I I've been here, uh, continue to stay with RGP because of those three key elements. You know, that provided to me in this company in RGP. Um, but I, you know, what you asked me about advice to. To 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 the youth, right? Um, and I'll tell you this, okay. Um, the world has changed, um, and and 
and I see, you know, um, it's not really uh, necessary to stay in the firm for a long period of time. And especially now with the change of workplace, um, a lot of, uh, and, and the whole industry uh, play, um, many things are actually driven by more of a, a project base or, no, a gig, right? Gig economy. And that, that actually is really uh, part of our you know, RGP unique uh, you know, model too. It's more project based. You know, so our consultant is actually coming in to work on a project, and rather than working for a, you know, corporate, you know, organization. Um, so I think that that actually is is the way to go. You know, in the future, is to how how individual can create value to companies is really using his or her expertise and apply it to that situation for that pre-defined period of time, um, and with very you know, result-driven, you know, outcome-based, you know, um, measures, um, and that get, give give the individual their satisfaction and fulfillment, and then, and as well as exposure and gain of experience through different gig or different projects, and rather than working in a corporate environment where you, you know, you climb the ladder, um, and obviously that entails a lot of, um, you know. Um, Many things, right? And there's every you no know, pros and cons in every aspect, but I, I, I see a lot of advantage in a project based, you know, in a gig um, kind of arrangement uh, of, of working um, that gives a lot of exposures to this. So, going back to your question, I don't believe um, that you have to work for a phone for 18 years, okay? <laughs> and I think you can move, especially when you're starting in an early, early stage of your career. Actually, it's okay to move around, okay? Even if you work for a company, um, it's okay to work around, to, to move around, to find the areas that you have interest and ultimately can develop a very strong passion in. That means that, you know, um, the satisfaction of accomplished, you know, high quality work is the primary reason of you getting up every day. Okay, it's not the money. The money comes later. Okay, once you achieve that part, then the rest of the stuff, you know, that you want will come together. So the primary focus of the individual should be finding something that he or she is really passionate about um, and want to be, you know, exceed himself or herself at every day. Okay, and and continue to learn and and be really good at it. Just one thing. So I think you know, and not everyone can find that. In the early stage of their career, when they first graduated, um, it takes maybe a number of tries to find it, and some people still can't find it. You know, in their career, they move around, they still try different uh, jobs, and to find where they really have an edge and what they really, you know, uh, like to do. Um, I can I see that a lot, um, but but it's important to find that um, in your career, in your life, and that that drives you. Okay, guys. Uh, so that concludes the first half of our in interview. When we come back, we'll then be switching over to Arvin Silva, where he will be asking a few questions. Okay. So good morning, Mr. Chu. Um, I'm very, I'm personally very interested in business and entrepreneurship, and maybe potentially starting my own business. 
So my question is, what advice do you have for young students like myself who aspire to start their own business and become entrepreneurs? Then again, also entrepreneurs, like how you mentioned before, how companies have subsections and how they actually grow from there. And what advice do you have for them in today's like ever-changing society? Uh, I highly encourage uh, the younger generation, you know, um, to start, you know, with their own ideas um, and be, you know, try out their entrepreneurship path. Uh, especially nowadays, the entry, the barrier entry is is much less uh, to go into a business uh, in the positive under the traditional world, uh, or they, you know, it's uh, much harder to start your own business. Um, but nowadays, with the new new normal, um, you can do that online very easily. And I have a lot of friends and uh, you know business associate actually start their own business. And my advice to starting to any anyone going into entrepreneurship is, you know, just like everyone said, right? Uh, especially nowadays, um, you know, uh, be brave. You know, try your new ideas um, and and launch your new ideas. Uh, and the speed is is what counts. Um, and because the cost of starting new businesses is very low now, right? Um, when you're doing, especially related to online uh, services or products, um, you can do that very easily. And I think uh, through different try and error, you will gain a lot of experience and doing it more successfully. Um, so. You know, uh, I think with with the new world now, you should, you know, everyone should be, you know, trying that out, and and that that is also part of the journey that will help you determine what your key passion in life is as well. You know, through through the entrepreneurship, um, so that's one way. You know, in 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 my days, right, old days, you have to go through different jobs or organizations to try to find, you know, way. Where your your passion actually lies, right? what what kind of role and and work that you you do that actually drives you. But now you can do it other ways, right? By starting up your own business um, and learning and, and working with people. Uh, a lot of collaborations nowadays is required to be successful in business. Um, so you, you can be working with many people, many businesses together to create your own business. Um, so uh, there are much more. Ways to to start your own business as an entrepreneur. Um, so I highly encourage people to try that. Um, to be very brave to to start something on your own. Um, so yeah, I agree with what you said about trial and error. How sometimes you might be able to fail, but it's important to go forward. And yeah, bravery is another thing because I feel like a lot of people from friends that I've had and family members they struggle to even start. If you can't start, how are you to progress from there? Yeah, that, that's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, as a as a young person myself, um, I'm very interested in, in investing my time and money into different places. From what you're seeing in the world and what's changing, are there any trends that are like relevant that you think um, people like us should be like investing our time or money in? Well, I think um, it's important to continue to be learning. Uh, um, and you know, um, I think nowadays with all this new innovations coming out that change the world and change the business, um, there are a lot of uh, opportunity 
you know, a lot more opportunity to really, um, you know, make an impact to 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 everyone's life. And this is where I always look at is when I when there's a new business opportunity comes about, where be it uh, for 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 me to invest in or for me to actually add value in, I look at how much impact it actually make to the world or to to the businesses. Um, that allows me to think how much value of this company can create and how much value I can uh, get in return if I were to take part of this company, be it you know, investing or even being part of it. Um, so I think that there are a lot more opportunity um, you know, nowadays to, uh, to identify those areas. Um, so you should you know, have that view um, to look at you know, things that will be, make significant impact to life. Uh, in general, um, then you know, starting from that point of view, and then you can go down to maybe more detail as to the area, the industries um, that you want you you have interest in in learning. Okay, so again, going into a little bit more specializations, and then going into maybe certain technologies related elements. You know, um, that that you see that have those you know those impactful uh, change. Um, and then you know pursue that from from that you know path. So that probably will take you into a very focused area that you have keen interest. And no matter what it is, I mean you you got to have very strong interest and passion in that area. Be it you're doing investing or getting involved, okay, and not just a you know taking a backseat to see how things goes. I think it's everything in life. You have to be be prepared to be very hands-on, uh, be very, you know, uh, involved um, to be successful in, in, in those, uh, you know, uh, things that you do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the point that you made that instead of just investing and trying to watch it grow, it's important yeah. to be part of it and help it grow and then see your investments grow, like your time and money. Okay, thank you. So now this is a um, question of since I understand that you're in a lot of consulting, um, you're consulting with different companies and, and firms. Now that we're in such a different situation because of the pandemic, how has this affected businesses and have businesses like risen, fallen? And I understand that more businesses and people are actually working from home. So how will this actually change the future of how small and growing businesses are? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm seeing we all seeing um, you know, how COVID is actually speeding up the whole, uh, you know, the change of work- workplace. And I, in the previous conversation, we talked about you know the future workplace, and I think this has transformed and have impact to how we all work, and all the way to businesses. Um, you know, as you can see, many companies nowadays except the fact that <clears throat> all the employees do not need to be coming into an office to operate and they still can work together and collaborate through remotely work from home. So that immediately um, has a direct impact, first of all, to to the uh, office rental. <laughs> so, I mean, you can see that re- re- the, the, the direct relevance to the business and how it reshape um, you know, the world of working not just in one location, but it's global. 
Okay, so like for example, Google, you know, saying well, all the told all the employee, oh, they don't need to come into to the、uh, to the office anymore until next year,、um, or sometime next year. So you know, that's that's a good you know at least twelve months not going to office and taking up、uh, office space and all the infrastructure. So you know, company like that will we consider their real estate strategy, right, and how to really more manage the real estate a little bit more cost effective. Right, so that create opportunity in the co-working space, right? Where you know business center and co-working like WeWork will become more, you know,、uh, high demand, you know, for for those kind of office space where it becomes more flexible、uh, for for companies to to utilize those space and rentals, right? So I'm just giving you one example, you know, how the world is changing, and that also change the world how and businesses how they actually create、uh, their. Their products as well, you know. And now is without borders. Before, it's maybe within one city or one region,、uh, one country. But now is through virtual uh, and and uh, you know and and everything is just borderless.、Um, working with people that can be in Asia Pacific or can be in very different geographic locations,、uh, but seamlessly as. You know, as as a team, a virtual team,、um, so people are adapting to that and become much more effective than ever before、uh, through the technology and platforms, right? That we provide. So, so I think that that is the future workplace、um, that we are all accepting and adopting, and that that will also、uh, very quickly adjust our speed to go to market. Okay, in terms of designing. You know, a product and all the way to you know go to market. You know, the speed, the velocity of that will become very, very fast. Okay, compared to in the past where we go through a traditional you know production cycle, and now the that development cycle and production cycle will be much faster than ever before. Okay, so so this changes how our life is and how the world is.、Um, I think、uh, it's. It's kind of like you know introduction of automobile, introduction of personal computer, and this is an area that will change and take our our life and the the whole world into the next level through through COVID actually. Oh yeah, it's interesting how you say that.、Um, not only will more more of, more people work from home, but actually. How products can be made quicker and more efficiently, and all the way down to the education system, where、um, we, what we're going through, we're having online classes instead of actually being there face to face, and yet we're still getting our education. So yeah, it's very interesting what you said. Thank you very much. Those are those are all of my questions. All right, thank you. Hey, cool. So, Mr. Chu, just before we can、yeah. conclude the interview, we would just like to leave you off with one. Question. This is a question that we like to ask literally everyone that comes comes on here, and it's often the hardest question that we would we would ask. And what that question actually is, is Mr. Chu, if you could leave the youth with just one piece of advice, what would that one piece of advice actually be? Right. Yeah, I thought about that.、Um, you know,、um, and you know, there, there's several things um, um, that I think is very critical. Uh, for myself, and I share my own point of view,、um, and hopefully that will resonate with、uh, your audience. 
um, I think everyone talk about grit, you know, passion and perseverance. That's foremost. I, I think that's I genuinely believe that's having a you know a grit and you know how how you perceive things and how you pursue things, you know, with passion and with uh, persistency. Uh, and be be very strong um, to stick with one thing. It's very important to to your success. Um, and the other things I also see is very important is to finding your path. You know, really finding a path, defining your long term goal early in your career uh, is also important. That gives you focus, right? Um, so the earlier you identify your your long term goal, the you know the fastest you you're able to. You know, kind of build your your experience and your knowledge in that area. Um, but I, I know not everyone can find that um, you, know, you know easily. Um, so so try you know and and always have a net have a lookout for where you're really strong at and what you're really interested in doing and explore. Don't 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 you know when you're early you can do a lot of things and and the failure rate and and the um, the cost. The impact of failure is is not that great, you know, um, and and I highly recommend and people to be to be brave, uh, to be bold, and trying things, uh, and experiment things, uh, ideas, and and trying new new experience. Um, the third thing I I share with you, and this very much to, for you know, for me um, that that helped me expedite my career and move in the right direction and not waste uh, no more. A lot of time is really developing a relationship with a couple of mentors, uh, you know, uh, people that are much more experienced than you are in, in life, not just in work but in life. Okay, and 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 build that relationship with them, and use them to help you, to guide you, and be a sounding board to you, um, to to help you know point you to the right direction and give you. Some ideas of shortcuts, right? That they have gone through, and they have learned in life. Um, and through listening to you and sharing, um, they can provide insights and guide you to to be more focused in your in your developing your your life and your career, um, and giving you ideas, right? Um, and I think you know developing those one or two mentors uh, relationship really helped me. Um, it, it's kind of like the Google Maps of 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 your life, <laughs> you know. You it, it kind of help you chart out your your path um, to your to your destination. Uh, it, it helps a lot, and it, it, it has alert that comes out and say, "Well, this is a con- congested area. Take a quick, you know, a shortcut. Um, this is a you know, do you want to choose that that path or that shortcut?" And I like that, and and that helped me a lot. I mean, I in my in my career. I built uh, uh, several mentors um, that work closely with me, and I really value their their advice. And I, um, you know, I, I share a lot of things in confidence with them, and they they able to provide me very very candid feedback and uh, suggestions to uh, improve uh, for me. So I I think um, that that is the you know. One of the key uh, suggestions I can make to to anyone, uh, you know, in their career. Yeah. Awesome, Mr. Chu. Uh, we would all just like to thank you so much for actually hopping on here. It has been absolutely wonderful, and we would also like to thank you, Arvin Silva. I really hope that you've learned a lot. 
And for everyone else watching, this has been another episode of Insights with Experts. Please let us know the experts that you would like to hear from next, as well as some of the questions that you may have. Thanks for listening in. This podcast has been brought to you by Desera, a platform designed to bridge the gap between the youth and professionals. You can read more about us at desera.org. And you can also check out the section titled Insights with Experts, where you can submit your questions that you might have for future experts and industries that you would like to learn more about. And you can also refer in any experts that you might know yourself.